0: Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boye, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. Hey friends, I'm so excited you're here for another episode of the podcast. But before we get into this brand new, fresh interview, I wanted to see if you'd had a chance to check out my store yet. Have you been to wakeupwithgratitude.com to visit the shop? So if you're not sure what this is all about, the podcast actually was born after the store, which is where I share all of my favorite landscape photography. I have the pleasure of living in one of the most beautiful places on earth. I live on Vancouver Island and my passion is waking up to take photos of the sunrise. So what I've done in my shop is not only can you order prints and custom canvases, but the most popular things in my shop have been the gratitude cards. So what I did is I took my favorite images, actually voted on by many in my photography community, and made them into different sets of cards. So there are two different 30 Days of Gratitude sets of cards. One of them have different words of gratitude inside each card, and then the second set, they are blank inside and there is a total of 12 different images. So if you ordered both sets, you would actually have a dozen different cards to share with those that you love and care about. During the pandemic, we are often separated by distance and time, and we are unable to travel. So sending cards to those we love can make such an incredible difference. I don't know about you, but when I open my mailbox and I see a handwritten card, I get so excited. Yes, the person who makes cards also gets really excited to receive cards, so you're welcome to send me a card as well. So again, go check out the store at wakeupwithgratitude.com. Take a look. Choose your favorites. I do shipping across Canada, the United States, and internationally. All right, friends. Let's get right into this very exciting brand new episode of the podcast. On today's podcast, I'm very excited to introduce Cynthia Brace. Cynthia was diagnosed with hypoglycemia and told by her doctor that there was nothing else she could do to help her symptoms. She felt extremely unwell and didn't want to live like that. She turned to learning about nutrition and trained as a registered holistic nutritionist. And by the time her training was complete, she no longer suffered from hypoglycemia. An interior designer by trade, Cynthia started working as a nutritionist as a side gig It's become her passion and her business, and she now focuses on helping her clients as a health coach, focusing on mindset and stress management. She shares how gratitude plays an important role in her holistic nutrition practice. Cynthia is also the author of Redesign Your Interior, Eight Steps to Reclaiming Your Health and Creating a Balanced Life. Please help me in welcoming our newest guest on the podcast, Cynthia Brace. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wake Up with Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm very excited to have another special guest with me today. Please welcome Cynthia Brace. Good morning. Morning. I'm so happy to have you here and that we get to do this together. Uh, Cynthia and I have a lot in common. We really have this passion for nutrition, health, wellness, and mindset. And she is actually a registered holistic nutritionist and a Reiki practitioner. And she's been in this profession for 20 years. So she really understands not only uh, the nutrition part of things, but she does a lot of focus on mindset and stress management. So, You know, you might be nervous about, you know, working with a nutritionist, you might feel like it's something really restrictive, but the way Cynthia works is it's really all about shifting in mindset, creating new habits, and really not learning a diet, but actually learning new ways to treat your body and to be healthy. So that's what's really exciting about having Cynthia today on the podcast. I want to hear all about this kind of work that she does. I know that gratitude is infused in what she does. But uh, before I go any further, Cynthia, can you tell us a little bit about this story of how you became uh, a health coach? Absolutely.
1: Thank you so much for having me here, Julie.
0: So yeah, uh, a long time
1: ago, my background is um, interior design as well. I have a degree to do interior design but I was working in that field and I had asthma and allergies as a child and that just continued on and it didn't really phase me thinking okay well you know everybody has these there's something I can do about it Um, but I went through a time where I really wasn't feeling well I was dizzy and, and it just like this is not right I just did not feel right and, uh, for somebody who doesn't go to the doctor all that often for things, I went to the doctor and say, Hey, what's going on here? And, um, she ended up telling me just from my symptoms that I had hypoglycemia, which is honestly not the end of the world, but realistically, she told me that there was absolutely nothing that she could do for me. You know, when you're not feeling well, you really want some help and direction. And I understand that she couldn't help me and that's, you know, Now it's, I'm very grateful uh, for that experience because it kind of led me in the direction of where I am today. Um, It's a, it's a diet related challenge. So there was really nothing. She, she couldn't prescribe anything. She couldn't do anything in that. You know, obviously I was a little frustrated. I didn't know what to do. I was feeling horrible. And I was like, "Ah." and I'm the type of person where I'm like, okay, enough is enough. This is not going to happen for the rest of my life. Let me figure it out and i like to be learning things i like to be in a classroom so i read everything about it uh, and really changed what i was doing i did a lot myself i started taking classes at the naturopathic college uh, which led me to uh, become friends with a naturopath and we took reiki together and moved along reiki because i love it so much and then i took reflexology uh, and moved along to nutrition. So by the time I got into actually training for nutrition, mm-hmm. uh, my hypoglycemia was pretty much non-existent. My, my allergies and asthma. So I was a 100% different than when I was when I started that journey. And yes, it did take many years because I was kind of doing it myself. But as I say, I'm so grateful for what happened because, I mean, it wasn't... A life-threatening thing that I had but it did change my life so much and now I'm able to help people uh, who have those challenges who have health challenges and and I'm able to kind of help them in my way and then direct them to other people that can can help them as well.
0: I have a question for you that I'm not sure uh, we didn't really talk about this before but I'm curious because you said you were taking courses at the naturopathic college Was there a reason why you chose to go the direction of nutritionist and you know with the reiki and the reflexology as opposed to continuing to study as a naturopathic doctor potentially? Absolutely.
1: Um, If I had originally start started my training then or had this before. I'm a, I'm a registered interior designer. <laughs> right. I was already in that profession. So I was actually working as a designer, a registered okay. interior designer, as I was doing all of these things. Okay. Um, so I was still able to take that training and help people while doing, I you know, still help people build beautiful spaces. I can't give that up. It's a part of my creative.
0: Oh, okay. So this was, so the nutrition began as like a side thing, right? It was not, you still had your passion with the interior design, and then you pursued this as a a side hustle, an extra stream of revenue, a way of following your passion. I want to point that out because I think this is the time, especially when people are needing to look at, you know, secondary ways to create revenue in their lives or other ways that they can follow their passions that might end up turning into a business, Or ways to invest in themselves that bring them joy and maybe do, like you said, you found solutions to your own challenges because you invested this time in learning and education. So Mm -hmm. that's really relevant for the conversation we're we're having today. And you mentioned um, that you're not just a traditional nutritionist. You're not just giving me a meal plan, but you do a lot of focus on mindset and stress management. Now, how are the two connected to our nutrition to what we're eating why is that so important
1: oh my goodness i, I honestly think without uh, mindset or self-care slash stress management it's really really difficult to go forward with any kind of health goal so if you want to just uh have more energy you want to you know fit into your button pants better anything like that it's really really hard to To move forward without focusing on your why, focusing on why do I want to do this or really getting clear on your goals because a lot of people have those January goals, but it, they have a hard time achieving them because they're doing too much of it yeah. and they don't really dive deep into why am I doing this and what are my goals and what is this outcome? What is this amazing thing that's going to happen after... You know, how am I gonna feel? And the stress portion of it is, it's really difficult. Stress causes a lot of health challenges, as most of us know, Um, you know, there's cortisol issues, there's things that happen in your body that cause inflammation, and it's really hard for your body to heal and repair if you're under chronic stress. So that's a huge one that I talk about all the time. So when when I talk to a client, no matter how long our appointment is, we're usually talking mindset and then physical, which is kind of food and moving your body, that's a mindset thing, mm. and stress. So we're usually talking about all of those things. Okay. Because it's important to, to, to talk about all together.
0: Yeah, the stress management one to me is one of the biggest ones, of course, is you know our cortisol levels being out of whack makes it difficult for us to make different decisions about what we're eating or how we're fueling our bodies. And that kind of leads me to this this other big question I have is I'm curious about how your business has changed, how the way you serve your clients has changed through the pandemic because let's be honest, you know, a lot of the like lifestyle change programs and things that we had before for me traditionally spring has always been a really big time for change. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you shed the layers of, you know, your winter clothing, you suddenly realize that you just don't feel as good as you did. You don't have the energy you're coming out of really, you know, short days and days are getting longer and you want to make those changes in spring. It's like a time of renewal, Mm -hmm. but spring of course, was when we had a massive, massive, you know, the start of this pandemic. So I know my business changed really a lot because I wasn't doing the same programs that I did in the spring. So I'm wondering how that affected you and how you work with your clients.
1: Yeah, I mean, it did affect things because people really did not have the headspace for anything. It it was a major change that was happening around the world and it was scary and it was like all of the mindset stuff come up. And people literally did not have the bandwidth to do anything but like figure it out. You know, what's happening with my job and what's happening with, you know, everything like how, you know, what's happening with my family? How do we get groceries? How do you know? So they're, they're focused on those things. And I think that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's okay to take a pause when crazy things are happening and focus on those things. So that's really kind of what happened is people were, ta- was, were taking that pause and figuring those things out. So yeah, I mean, definitely there was a slowdown and the people, you know, who were coming, it's, we talked even more about mindset, about what's happening in the world and more of that stress. Like how do we pivot? How do we reframe? How do we add that gratitude into our day so that we're not bogged down? How do we take a pause on all of the social media, right? Because you need those breaks and and that helps with
0: the stress. Yeah, there definitely was this moment where all we could do is figure out how to get through the day. And there was, you know, because we just knew so little about the virus and how it spread and everything, there was definitely a lot of fear and uncertainty. I think we're in a place now that we're getting better understanding and, but we're still, there's still so much uncertainty. And you mentioned, of course, gratitude being one of those things that helps to get through that. And you mentioned as well, I was reading one of your blog posts, you know, you mentioned about taking the time to just breathe, right? Maybe we're not even getting into meditation, but maybe we're doing the breathing first. So what are some of your, you know, go-to stress management strategies when you're working with your clients or even just that you use in your own life? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, breathing is one of them. Um, but certainly when things like what's going on now, when it first happened, I was, you know, some of the newsletters and things I was sending out was you have to feel your emotions, mm. don't pack them down. Right. So if you're under all of this stress because of, you know, COVID, was it, what was happening in the beginning? I'm like, everyone feel your emotions first. And then if you need to like yell and scream, tell your family, you're going to do that first. <laughs> any way that you can kind of, if you need to cry and release that emotion, do that first. Because then that, it helps you feel better. And then you need to kind of more focus into, as you say, the gratitude. But go-to for stress is breathing. I do that a lot with clients. We do the diaphragmatic breathing. And that gets you, you know, out of your stress levels. And I honestly tell my clients gratitude to get you out of stress. Like that is one of my go-to's if you're like having an immediate stress response i am so grateful and thankful for and honestly it gives me tingles every time i say that and then just say whatever you're so grateful and thankful for in that moment and it it knocks you right out of that that you know emotion that stress and it really helps you kind of come back so those are two of the go to for long term kind of stress management i know everyone is going to know it's meditation
0: sure <laughs> But I like I think it's important to focus on stuff that we can just do in the moment. Yeah. I think that's really clear. And the breathing is a really important one. So many of us walk around and we just we're only breathing, you know, a little bit. Mm -hmm. We're not breathing deeply at all throughout the day. Our cells are just not being oxygenated at all. Like it's such a good reminder that, you know, before we can get into the the eating different foods and changing our diets, it's to go back to the breathing and the gratitude Mm -hmm. first which then allows us to be in a state of mind to make better choices and better decisions for ourselves and for our family and what we're putting into our bodies. So I, mm-hmm. it's great to hear that from a nutritionist, that that's your approach first is like, this is where I start yeah. and then we work on the food.
1: Well, absolutely, because I mean, you have to meet clients where they are in their health journey. I can't come and say, okay, all of a sudden I'm going to change your whole life. That does not work. (laughs) So it's, it's step by step. It's little by little. And, and those little steps compound into something very huge and it's life changing.
0: Well, and speaking of little steps and changing your life, I heard that you wrote a book. And now that I understand your background a little bit, so your book, uh, the main title is Redesign Your Interior. So that's a nod to your interior design. And um, if you could tell us a little bit more and then if you can just remind me what the subtitle is of the book. Uh, But I was like, oh, that's why it's Redesign Your Interior because she's an interior designer first and foremost. So very cool. Play on words there.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I I worked in that field for, for a while. This is my main focus now. I just do that, you know, because it's hard to let go that, um, you know, I have clients who just keep coming back. So
0: that's
1: awesome. It is. And I, you know, creating beautiful spaces really makes a difference in your life as well, especially now with what's going on. Yes. People really, really need that. So yes, redesign your interior was a nod to that. And it's eight steps to reclaiming your health and creating a balanced life. So awesome. it's, yeah, it's not a huge volume. Uh, it's very readable. Uh, I've heard people say that it sounds like me when they're reading it, which is like, great. <laughs> yeah, you definitely want to write in your own voice. That's awesome. So yeah, it sounds like me. It's an easy read. It's got exercises in there at uh, the end of each, well, not every chapter, but the end of some of the chapters. Um, and, it's, and it's really just a starting point. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that people may know, but then a lot that they may not. Right. Sure. I, right. So it's a, it's a reference book. And again, it it leads to my website where you can get tools and resources, free resources and things like that as well.
0: Well, and I think sometimes if we're, you know, there's so many options for us to work with health coaches and nutritionists and so many things, I mean, you know, the, There has to be a fit between you and the coach. I think is the biggest thing is having an alignment between how um, the coach works in their way of working and how you know you want to be as a client. So starting with a book like this, I know I saw it's available in Kindle form, or if you're local, you know, to Ontario area, she can ship it to you very easily. But the nice thing is, is it's a a small investment, but it really can, like you said, if it's written in your voice and it sounds like you, then you really understand is Cynthia the right coach for me? So I love that option of you know, investing uh, in the book. And I know you offer a free consult call. We all offer that. But having a book that people can take, they can read on their own. Sometimes that first call can be a little bit uncomfortable. You, you don't know the person. You're not sure what to say. But if they go and you know, read your book first, it really gives them a chance to get to know you and understand how you work and how you think as a coach before for uh, working with you. So I love that idea. That's fantastic. Well done. And I love that nod to your, your other, well, your, I guess your first passion, I would guess yes. we would say in terms of businesses. So that's absolutely fantastic. Awesome. Okay. So my big question for you is we talked, you and I actually talked on your, uh, with your group, you have a private group on Facebook uh, first. Tell us a little bit about that group that you've created. Um, some people might want to check it out.
1: Yeah. It's called the healthy lady boss tribe. And uh, originally I had it for women entrepreneurs, but I felt I was doing a real disservice to everybody else. So I've changed the format for it. So being a healthy lady boss is more of, uh, some of the mantras we have for it is I empower myself. I strive for balance. I love and respect myself. I'm confident, motivated, energetic. I feel joy. You know, I make time for myself. I'm not last on my list, which is a huge one, especially for women. And I can do this. So these are some of the things that we focus on and uh, certainly why uh, you were a wonderful guest (laughs) on on the uh, in the group. And it's a group for women to come together to focus on their health and wellness and and be a part of a tribe that can support them. And that's why I have guest speakers come on and, and share their wisdom and really help people help people through that.
0: That is fantastic. So my question for you personally is, what does your daily gratitude practice look like, Cynthia?
1: That's an excellent one. Um, I do a lot of gratitude during the day. So I do it in the shower because I'm just doing my thing. And, you know, it just kind of, for me, that's a a good way to do it. Uh, Since speaking to you, I'm, I'm definitely implementing a new one, having a little note beside my bedside table talking about gratitude. I loved that during our conversation. But gratitude is definitely a part of my life. If you don't focus on raising your energetic frequency to to be happier and more joyful with gratitude and or however you want to do that, it's very difficult to not to not stay like everyone's going to go through times of, you know, oh I'm angry at this or this, but you have, you know, to, to kind of get yourself out of those is gratitude is an excellent way to do that. And it's just catching yourself and coming back to like, hold on a second. I am grateful for, for these things. It really can help you through your
0: day. And it goes right back to, like you said, with the breathing and thinking of something yeah. you're grateful for, which is a simple thing we can all do throughout the day. Absolutely. Cynthia, I've loved our time together. Uh, where do we find you? What's the best place to connect with you?
1: Absolutely, Uh, CynthiaBrace.com is my website. Uh, So there's a lot of resources there. I'm also on Instagram at Cynthia Brace and the Healthy Lady Boss Tribe of course is is where you can get more of me um, (laughs) on my website. There's also videos. So along with the book, there's a lot of interviews that I've done and talks a little bit, gets a little bit more and you can see a little bit more of me
0: being silly. I love that part of you, the silly part. Well, I've really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us and your passion and how gratitude is a really big part of what you're doing with your clients. I appreciate that so much. It's just so great to know that, you know, there's other people out there that are sharing gratitude like me and um, really thank you again, Cynthia, for being with us today. Thank you so
1: much, Julia. It was great.
0: My friend, you did it. You made it all the way to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around. I would love it if you take the time to subscribe to the podcast so that when new episodes are released, they're automatically downloaded so you can listen to them anywhere you are. It would really mean the world to me if you would give this podcast a five-star review, should you think that I deserve it, on your favorite podcast app. Thank you so much for taking the 30 to 90 seconds to share your rating and give a little review of the podcast it helps other people to know if they should be listening to this podcast or not and of course if you've listened this far i know it's made a positive impact in your life so if it's helped you do you think you could share it with a friend who do you know who could use just a little bit more gratitude and inspiration in their life and finally If you're like me and you love talking about gratitude and being grateful and sharing all things related to gratitude, please join our community on Facebook. You can find us under Groups Gratitude Ambassadors, and we'd love to welcome you into our community. Thanks, and we'll see you at the next episode.